How's it going, guys? Episode 77 of Squad by the Bell. It's me, your host, stand-up comedian Martin Rizzo. And today's episode, it's it's a fun one. It, it's really, really random. Uh, so I interviewed two fans that came out and drove two hours to come and watch me perform. They are from Bakersfield, California, Josh and Isabel. Super cool uh, people. They are fans of the podcast and they drove that long. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking put on a good show and then I'm going to interview them on the podcast. So they do that. And after that, uh, what's it called? I have my friend, fellow stand-up comedian, Rafael Molina. He's on the podcast and we talk about a lot of subjects, you know, stand-up comedy, how we met each other in El Paso, Texas, and then also depression and the tragic the tragic suicide of fellow stand-up comedian Brody Stevens and we talk about mental health and all these uh all the things that are taboo in the Latino community and uh what's it called yeah this episode's all around all around the place and it's very uh, it's funny it's emotional and yeah man hopefully you guys enjoy it and uh all right guys yeah <laughs> How's it going, guys? It's me, Martin Rizzo, and I'm joined by two fans that came out to the show tonight. I'm I'm doing this new thing where I'm interviewing what's it called fans that come out to my shows, and these people, these these humans, are fans of the podcast. Josh and Isabel. Hello. Josh and Isabel. What's up? What's up? <laughs> what's up, guys? You got okay. So th- this is a cool story because I every Thursday. I do this workout comedy show in Koreatown in Los Angeles. And these guys drove two hours from Bakersfield. <laughs> How was that, man? Yeah, it was cool. Did you guys enjoy the show? Yeah, yeah, I had a really good time. Hell yeah, man. I'm glad you guys came out. When you guys told me you guys came from Bakersfield, I was like, okay, I gotta, I, I had to fucking, <laughs> I need to fucking make you guys fucking enjoy the show. <laughs> I just can't be like, whatever about it. And when I saw, when you guys told me, and yeah, I saw you guys, I was like, I need a fucking, I need a fucking bring my A game. <laughs> how, how was the show tonight? It was good. I, uh, I didn't know what to expect. I was you like, were like, man, fuck this, this, this show. Got that many people here, you know? <laughs> yeah. I was like, shoot. In the beginning, it was like, it kind of looked iffy, yeah. right? And like, nobody's I, here. Yeah. What the fuck? I think you had mentioned that you guys just opened. So I was like, oh, maybe just... So no one's here yet, or whatever the case is. Yeah, so the bar, um, so this bar has been here for, like, uh, 10 years, but before, for the longest, it used to be kind of like a, like, very shady bar, nothing mm-hmm. but, like, paisas, and it was, like, a whole <laughs> bunch of gangsters used to come here, and, like, the car, like, it was cartel shit, <laughs> and a lot of shady, like, prostitution was happening here, the cops cracked down, and, like, for the past two years, they've been trying to rebrand the place as, like, more, like, a hipster kind of, mm. like, a, oh, okay. more of a hipster kind of. So, that's why it's kind of new. And, like, the old clientele, like, you don't see fucking paisas here anymore, you know? Fucking, yeah, so yeah, it's... there's a lot of young people. A lot of, yeah, because, yeah. like, a lot of hipsters are moving to the areas that are trying to, like, they're trying to cater to the people mm-hmm. here. But you guys are from Bakersfield, Isabel and uh, Josh. How did you guys hear about the comedy show? Well, it was me. I saw it on your Instagram story. Uh-huh. And we were already planning to come out to... To, to Los Angeles? To Los Angeles. And I was like, well, it's at 8. We can do some things and then head over there at night and then go home. And, you know, <laughs> we ended up here. Yeah. And we it was pretty fun. And I'm glad we did it. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. It turned out to be good, right? Because at yeah. first I was stressing out because, like, there wasn't that many people here. Like, fuck, man. I'm embarrassed, <laughs> man. <laughs> Joe from fucking Bakersfield, but it turned out to be good. I feel like everybody at the bar got fucking drunk. Yeah, right. We all got buzzed at the same time. I feel like we all felt the same level. You got, you got pretty buzzed. Yeah, I was feeling pretty good. No, you, you, because you were driving, right? Yeah. Okay, but hey, homeboy Josh, man, hell yeah, man. Hell yeah, man. I appreciate the free ticket. That was. Hey, no problem, man. Did you drink both drinks? No, well, I used mine and then. uh I got her a drink, but she didn't like it, so it was just kind of... It's still on the table. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, you got to down it. You got to drink it, bro. Hell yeah, man. So you guys are for bait. I can't freaking talk. I'm bugged. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you, you're... You, uh, Isabel, you're a fan of the podcast. Yeah. And then you told your uh, boyfriend about it. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. uh, what's it called? Thanks for listening to the podcast, Squad by the Bell. Me and my girlfriend are getting more recognized here and there, and people are coming out to shows thanks to the podcast. And thank you for listening. That's awesome. And you guys, you guys are 21 years old. Yeah. yeah. You guys are young. Oh, my <laughs> God. You guys have been high school sweethearts. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. So you guys, uh, hold on. I'm fucking dumb. Like I said, I went to high school for fucking five years. 21. You guys met when you guys were 17 or 18? 17. 17. Seniors or juniors? Seniors. Seniors. You guys went to prom together? Nah, we didn't go to prom. That shit was too expensive. Fuck prom, right? <laughs> Fuck that shit. We was went, it really? We went to formal yeah. though. We went to formal. Well, like I didn't was... get I didn't get any help to pay for it, like my parents or nothing. I, uh-huh. wasn't, I didn't have a job, uh-huh. so it was a little difficult to you know actually come up with the money to pay for prom tickets. Yeah. But we went to the uh, formal. It was like you know before prom, like the, a nice dance or whatever. Formal's good, man. Formal, <laughs> is formal usually like what, like a winter time? Yeah. Yeah, it was in January. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, and so. Prom's overrated, bro. You don't need prom. <laughs> no, mean, it, it would have been cool to go, you know, just because, yeah. like, ooh, you can say I went to prom. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, uh, other classmates around uh, were saying that it wasn't that good and it was kind of whack, and I was like, I'm glad I didn't pay 140 bucks to go. You know? Wait, what the fuck? Well, that would have been for my ticket and oh, her it, ticket, so it was $70 expensive, each. expensive, though. What yeah. the fuck? It's like an expensive-ass nightclub. Yeah. What the <laughs> Grind right? on each other. <laughs> You're all sober? <laughs> sober. Hell yeah, man. Okay, so I mean, now you guys are 21. You guys go to clubs. Clubs are pretty much proms with fuck. <laughs> with drinks and shit. With drinks and shit, you know? You don't fuck. Yeah, fuck that shit, dude. I mean, <laughs> you guys go to prom every fucking weekend. <laughs> Hell. It, it, uh, it costs less now. It costs less. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. Uh, what's it called? Okay, cool. So you guys have been high school sweethearts. That's that's cute, man. That's awesome. Yeah, that's good. You stuff. guys give people hope, you know. <laughs> For real, right? Hell yeah, man. So you guys have known each other since high school. You, wait, were you guys friends before you guys got together? Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't know her until senior year. Oh, okay. So like, she went there like the whole time, and I went there the whole time. But we met in senior year, mm. and then uh, we were hanging out for a little bit, and then yeah. And then that little by little. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Fuck yeah. You guys are young. I keep forgetting because I'm, I'm older than you guys. I'm like almost 10 years older than you guys, which is crazy. Almost, huh? You said, what did you say? You were 27? Hey, we don't have to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Come on. Nickelodeon listens to this. I'm still trying to get teenage roles. <laughs> yeah, so it's cool, man. So, so a lot has changed. So Okay, so you guys are 21. You guys graduated three years ago? Yeah, in 20... No. Four, four yeah, years just about. We graduated 20, in 2015. 2015. But it would have been like May-ish, you know? So you guys are part of the whole Vine generation. Yeah. Yeah. We made a couple of vines. I made a vine, vines. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that's crazy. So you guys grew up with vine. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't too active on it. I didn't have uh-huh. a lot. And then, uh, but that was part of the culture. Yeah, right? you guys were yeah. in high school. That was the thing. Just the six seconds, like like King Batch and all those motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy, yeah. dude. Come too bad we didn't. Friends, like, hey, come over to my house, guys. Let's make a little little video. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, it's cool. That's cool, man. Seven minutes. We're going to stop at ten minutes. Uh, what's it called? Hell yeah, man. I'm glad you guys came out. I'm glad you guys had a good time. And I, hopefully I, I make it out to Bakersfield again. I really want to go to... What's it called? Fox. The Fox Theater is fucking dope. When I, I did it three times already. And I like I told you guys, I stayed at that one hotel that they say it's haunted. The, the Padre. The Padre Hotel. And a whole bunch of people were telling me that's haunted. And the whole like I told you guys, the whole time I was like in my hotel room... I still have the lights on, the TV on. <laughs> I, I've only... Have you guys ever, like, uh, you guys ever, what's it called, experienced any spooky stuff like that? Like, in general or, or at the Padre? <laughs> and, like, <laughs> I'm like, I've never been to the Padre. Yeah. I've been to there, but I've never stayed yeah. in the room, you know? In, in general? Um, I don't know. Like, stuff, stuff that stuff you can't explain. It just happens, but you just can't find, like, a scientific way to explain. Where you're like, okay... That was weird. That has to be something beyond fucking reason. I have something. But it's kind of weird, so I don't know. Say it. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're so persuasive. <laughs> <laughs> it, it happened, um, I think I was around eight. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't know. I was eight, so. Um, it was in my, I, it was at night, and I was trying to go to sleep, and it was already getting pretty late, but I was still trying to go to sleep, so I was awake. Uh-huh. And, um, I was just under the blankets, and then I, I felt something just poke me. And, and then, you couldn't explain it, right? No, and then, like, and, like, I knew no one was there, because it was just me in my room, and no one opened the door, and then I feel something pinch me, and I turn around, and nothing's there, and I was like, Crazy. And then that was it. Never ever happened. Nothing. Like I was just scared for the rest of my life. <laughs> Imagine if you just turned around real fast and a boo and you heard things clatter like yeah. Yeah, like you Whoa. scared him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. You're the one that scared me. <laughs> yeah, dude. You know what? It's creepy, but like my my girlfriend, she has experienced a lot of ghost stuff, like a lot of ghost experiences, a lot of like what's called paranormal shit, mm-hmm. and. I'm, I'm I'm a very skeptical person where I'm like I always try to find like a explanation to it, you know. Yeah. But I remember uh, six years ago when my grandma passed away. I remember uh, my whole family went to Mexico, right, to for my aunt, my grandma's burial, and I was home alone for like three months. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was uh, brushing my teeth, I was washing my face, I was bent over the sink, mm-hmm. and like same thing as you. I felt something. I felt like somebody fucking pinched my fucking yeah. your butt? my love handle. My love handle. <laughs> oh, hey, you nice and thick. Huh? <laughs> Two C's. <laughs> I felt somebody pinched like my love handles, right? Like uh-huh. like a quick one. Uh-huh. And I got up, and I was for like the next fifteen minutes. I was trying to find an explanation how it fucking happened. I was trying like, like why? Why? I was like maybe the door, maybe like a towel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no way to fucking explain that. Yeah. I couldn't fucking explain it, and to this day I'm like it must have been a fucking ghost or yeah. something because like I just because I'm a, like I said I'm a skeptical person I was trying to find explanation like some kind of scientific uh, shit, but no man I couldn't fucking like even when my girlfriend tells me like these crazy stories like she would tell me like her bed would move at night like at three in the morning mm-hmm. and I'd be like maybe you were kind of like you know maybe like you were kind of like sleeping and you're dreaming it but yeah it, it's crazy man. I haven't had anything, like, touch me or nothing, but, like... That's good. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I reach out in my room, and, like, I don't know if you believe it, but I have some type of belief where it's, like, I feel like dogs can see, like, certain other things that we I, can't see. Yeah, I, I, so, I think they could, man. Yeah. So, multiple times in my house, anyways, so I'm chilling in my room, so, like, my bed's here, my closet's here, and there's a wall here, my backyard's on the other side of that wall. Uh-huh. My dog's inside the closet, like, facing the furthest corner... And on the other side of that wall is a backyard and uh-huh. the next person's house and so on and so forth. And he just starts growling, like, out of nowhere. Hair standing up, starts growling. Really? He turns around, gets out of the closet, and, like, looks at my wall and, like, looks up and still growling. And I'm really? Like, You're like, fuck, the there, it, better be a, it better be a fucking spider. <laughs> Bro, for real. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? So I saw, you know, I just had a quick little prayer. And uh-huh. as soon as I finished that, boom, he stopped. Done. Really? And I was like, whoa. Holy shit, that's crazy. To me, anyways, you know. No, 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 yeah, I'd be freaking out too, man. (laughs) Holy shit. All right, guys. That's Bakersfield, I guess. (laughs) Fucking Bakersfield is haunted, bro. All right, guys, thanks to Josh and Isabel for coming out to the show and also being on the podcast. You guys are awesome. Well, thanks for having us. Hey, we did 12 minutes, man. Yeah. That that went by quick. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck it, man. (laughs) All right, let's go back inside and drink our drinks. All right. All right, guys. Thank you for, uh, this is just a segment on the podcast. I'm going to continue the rest of the podcast with, uh, uh, let's see who's around here. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. I mean, I'm not ending it. What the fuck? All right. Catch you later. Catch you later. (laughs) So, yeah, we're ready to record. What's up, dude? What's up? What are you doing? Hey, we're doing a podcast, bro. You're doing a podcast? Yeah, man. What? You're in the car. I know. I know. This is all I do, man. Sometimes you got to do it gorilla. Gorilla or gorilla? Fuck yeah. Gorilla or gorilla? Gorilla? Gorilla. Guerrilla. Guerrilla style, bro. Guerrilla. All right, guys. Um, I have a special guest. So this is the same night I recorded a portion of the podcast with some fans. And this second portion is with one of the homies. He came out to the show. I've known this guy for a long time. Super funny guy. 
Rafael Molina or Rafa Molina. How do you Ooh. how do you how do you like to be uh, what's it called? Called. I don't know, dude. I have some. Uh, that's a struggle I've always had. Raf, Rafa, Rafael, Rafita. You know, Rafita. That was, that was you know the, that was when my mom was was happy with me. Rafita. Oh, Rafita, come on, mijito. Right, I love you. And uh, Rafa was when she was cool, you know. Yeah. Rafael was when she was getting a little bit more upset. But but Raf, Rafael is my middle name. Wait, oh, wait, hold on. Are you confusing me, bro? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Tell, your first name is Rafa? No, no. Um, My first name is, is Oscar. Oscar. Oscar, okay. Oscar Rafael. Oscar yeah, Rafael. Like, oh, yeah, shit. I, that, I never knew that about you, bro. No, my parents, my parents did not shy on their arms, bro. They fucking went all out with their Oscar Rafael. Oscar Rafael. Oscar Rafael. What's your last name? What's up, ladies? Oscar. Oh, Molina. Molina, yeah, Molina. Rafael, yeah. Rodriguez, I guess, would have been. Yeah. Oscar. Romero. Rafael Molina. They would just put it. Molina. They would put an R in the last name, even though it doesn't have an R, bro. Oscar Rafael Molina. Oh, that's why. See, you see, that's why. Look, it's it's a it's a pussy eating technique. Yeah. It's Oscar Rafael Molina. <laughs> you you said a pussy eating technique. Yeah. And you did the whole fucking <laughs> pussy eating gesture, and they can't even see it. <laughs> I know. You com- and it's so weird. I did it in front of you. You committed, bro. You committed to the bit, bro. That- I'm gonna I'm gonna do it on stage. Dude, you gotta do it on stage now. <laughs> So, uh, Rafa, we've known each other for, let me count the years. I'm, I'm kind of buzzed right now. 2012, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, seven, 6, bro. 7 years. Yeah, we... 7 years, dude. I still remember, man. I met you in 2012 at the El Paso. Okay, what the fuck am I saying? El Paso. El Paso. El Paso. This is for your white. You're saying it for the white people. Yeah, El Paso. Your white friends. I mean, that's how you pretty much say it in Spanish. El Paso. El Paso. El Paso, Texas. El Paso. El Paso, Texas, 2012. It was my first time. I remember it was my first time out there, dude. Uh-huh. I got booked by Joy Medina. Yeah, Joy. Yeah, you were with. No, I wasn't no, with Joy. No, you weren't with Joy. You were with. Um, I, 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 it, it was Elliot Three. Johnny and. Oh yeah, Johnny the first three. time because I've been there a whole bunch of times. The yeah. first time, Joy Medina booked me as just a, a feature to go out there. What's it called? Because uh, I guess Bart was looking for features, and. Yeah. Uh, Joy Medina, shout out. He's one of the original Land Kings of comedy. Joy Medina is funny. He's dude. funny, bro. So, Joy Medina, he booked me out there. And I took a bus out there, bro. I took the fucking super ghetto Mexican bus out there to fucking El Paso, La Limosinas? La Limosina, the bro. Best, dude. That's the best one. The, did you take the 9, nine to 9 one? I took the 9 p.m. to 9 in the morning. Yeah, the fast yeah, one. That's the, it's the fast because you're asleep for most of it, dude. Perfect. Exactly. If you go to the <laughs> fucking the afternoon one to like, no, I don't know, man. Yeah, okay. no, the 9 to 9 is just like, it's like a blur. Like it didn't happen. Like, you know exactly. what? Exactly. Like, I just, I I choose to believe I was just transported here. <laughs> I, mean, I, like, I don't know how it happened, but I'm, it wasn't the limousine. It was something else. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the limousina is the most ghetto paisa bus ever, dude. Tell you, it's still like the, the best one, dude. It is, man. It's not it's Greyhound. Not, compare that shit to Greyhound. It's wait, what do you mean? Like as in Greyhound is the worst. Gray, Greyhound is horrible, dude. But you mean like like Greyhound has like like how like the service or fucking all around the service. The, okay, the Greyhound people are some of the meanest customer service people. Oh, they are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then uh, and then just the the stations yeah. are are just full of you know just negative vibes energies. Uh-huh. but like the limousines are not the cutest not the fanciest <laughs> not the not the nicest smelling ones <laughs> but but you know they 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 clean them they, they get uh, you where you need to go dude they do their job yeah i mean fucking yeah there's boxes with duct tape and <laughs> Twine. Yeah, yeah there's, <laughs> do I swear? Because like at first it sounds all fancy because limousine translates to fucking limousine the, the, in English. You limos, think like yeah. limousine, you think oh hell, this is fancy. You get like a there, charter. 
fucking paisas, dude. Like, I seriously, the first time I got I'm in there. I'm not fancy about that, bro. The first time I seriously thought we're getting. We're like, paisas sound so bad. Like, I is paisas. I first, I thought it was a trap, but then we're all going to get deported, bro. Dude, thought, you get burritos. They have burritos, like, right outside. There's always a burrito lady. There's always a burrito stand, yeah. Like, in, in the El Paso one, uh, there's yeah. always, there's, they have this burrito fucking super awesome taco truck. But I'm not, dude, it, like you said, it was fast. It was cheap. Round trip 120, bro, yeah. from El, L.A. to El Paso and El Paso okay. to L.A., dude. And it was cool, man, because, I, I mean, that was my first experience. That was my first time uh, going by myself to a comedy show. Like, oh, a comedy really? show, yeah. yeah. Like, you, you, yeah, the first time you, you booked yourself. I booked or... myself, because before that, I was, you know, of course, going yeah. out with, like, other headliners and stuff. But this was, like, my first time by myself, Road you know? trip, yeah. And I felt so fucking cool. It was like, yeah, I it was me and a buzz. And when I got to oh, El Paso, I, I didn't know anybody, you know? So, you know you know who uh, they helped me out a lot was fucking Sam Butler, yeah, no, Sam. Sam is a good dude, man. He'll help. He he helps comics out. Sam Butler, he knew I was coming out there because I guess uh, he knew of me, uh, through I guess uh, working with Felipe and, and Richard Villa. Yeah, yeah. So he knew of Badass. me. Badass. He Badass. messaged me. This guy was so cool. He was like, "Hey, man, I'll take you around. I'll show you around." And this guy was fucking cool, man. Yeah. Sam Butler, cool guy, cool ass comedian from. He still lives in El Paso, right? Yeah, I remember everybody. We were, like, we were all like, "Oh, Martin Rizzo, what's up, dude?" Because you're like the dude coming in from LA, yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> and here you are going like, "Man, it's my first road trip," but here we are like, "Dude, this guy's the shit. He's fucking <laughs> got me awesome." <laughs> you guys didn't say that, really? Well, that's what I thought. What was that? Because I gotta be cool. I gotta play yeah. cool. I can't be like, oh my god, you're cool from LA. <laughs> like, hey, what's up, dude? Yeah, we got weed too. <laughs> oh yeah, we got weed too. <laughs> but it was cool. Sam Butler showed me around. He took me to a whole bunch of nightclubs. Uh, what's it called? I went to some cool. You guys, you guys took. You guys were fucking very nice and. Guys... It's El Paso, dude. People are just nice. Want to get you fucked up? Yeah, you guys. That Feed was you. That was your guys' goal. Get me Feed fucking. You at the end and try to get you. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> you guys, yeah, you guys were trying to get me drunk, uh, get me full, and get me late. That was your guys' goal. Fuck yeah, 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 El Paso, the land, the land of uh, beer, pussy, and <sighs> delicious Mexican food. Deli- yeah, it was fun, man. It was cool. You guys took me around to cool, uh, what's it called? Cool bars, cool uh, that one karaoke bar, and dude, it was fun, man. It was my, I had so much fun. Like El Paso is always gonna have like a fucking. A special place in my heart, man. Just fucking, the shows were fucking. That That's was you, awesome, dude. Yeah. You know what? Because you know what? That was my first time actually doing thirty minutes on stage, man. Oh shit! Oh, is that nerve wracking? I was tripping now, bro. I was in my hotel room, fucking scared. I was going over my jokes. Oh, was that the first time you got a ho- your own hotel too? No, no, I, I've had hotel rooms before that, oh, but that was my oh, first. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, big time. <laughs> 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 that was my first time uh, with the Oh, it was just a Marriott, but whatever. It was just a Marriott. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember, dude, I went there fucking broke, man. <laughs> I was depending on that fucking cat. <laughs> what I love about fucking Bart Reed, the owner of the comic strip, he fucking pays you in fucking cash, man. The cat, nice. That's always the best, to get paid cash. Yeah. I don't care, dude. Whatever the job is, well, to a certain extent. To a certain degree, <laughs> a certain extent, yeah. But, right, getting free cash is the best, dude. And I'm not saying it because tax reasons or whatever. No, fuck that. Just it's the instant, feeling. It's bro. The feeling of yeah. instant gratification. Yeah, it's like telling a joke and getting the laugh right away. Exactly, like, man. I work and I get paid right away. Imagine if they did that at your job. Like, hey. You would be happy to go to work. One hour. Everybody, <laughs> you guys work one hour. Here's your 13 15 <laughs> Dollars, <laughs> cash, money. What's up, dude? Everybody be like, yeah, yeah, one hour. You be like, fuck yeah, man, let me fucking type this shit up, man. You be happy to fuck right? you, dude. You like, seriously, like, you're right. Even if they paid you're you, you're recording like, this, right? I'm recording this, bro. <laughs> even, even if they, whoa, no, we're not just having a conversation. Oh, my God, we're, we're, just, oh, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're not just having a good fucking. We're not just gonna smoke some weed and <laughs> talk about aliens. <laughs> and they paid you fucking at the end of the day cash at work. You would be happy to go to work every fucking day. Every fucking day. You never, you would never fucking complain, bro. You would have called sick. <laughs> yeah. You calling sick to either try to get something better, or you know, 
not to go to work to fucking pretend that you're gonna get, you know, like I don't know, just this. See, this is some deep shit, dude. I got hey, this man, is something I gotta write down. I'm tripping out, bro. All right, this, this is deep, bro. Think about it, man. I'm it, thinking about it. It dude. could change the whole social economic. I, I think it would be. I better. don't know how to follow up a big word like that. You, we figure out the social economic revolutionary, revolutionary <laughs> social economic crisis. And also, what's it called? And keep people happy. Exactly. Like, please people that are fucking upset. Cause Everybody hates their job. Everybody hates their You know why? Because they don't see the instant fucking, because like you said. Yeah. No, you have to wait two weeks. It's no Some instant. Some people have to wait a month to it, get their teachers, paycheck, dude. Yeah. Fuck and that's that. You fucking hate that shit. But if you get that instant gratification of fucking sums think, of right, amount of money. It, dude. I just thought. I just had this thought. Tell it's me. like filling a bowl. It's like feeling so, like a bowl full of shit, yeah. right? And then and then you have this bowl, and you, they keep filling it with shit, and they go, "Oh, don't worry, you're gonna you're gonna get to let it go." Yeah. But you have to wait till that day. Exactly. It's a paycheck. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're holding all that shit till that day, and then when that day comes, all the shit you, piles you can up. Release all yeah. the shit or. Sometimes you can't, and you you have to keep some of that shit, and it piles. That's when it piles up, and that's when it becomes too much shit. Exactly, dude. dude fucking Rafa, man, you're fucking onto something. Pay man. cash, motherfuckers. And you know, and the reason I think about this too, man, I'm like, especially offices. How come they had to wait to pay you two weeks? It's not like it sells, and they, they should have the fucking cash. I don't know, man. How do they know when they get the cash? You know, especially office jobs. Like, like I don't know, man. It's well, not just so much the like sales jobs, cash. See, I see, I see the point there. You're, you're, you're selling trying. something like, like if I sell something that's worth a thousand dollars, why can you not give me my twenty dollars exactly per hour, right on the spot? May, oh, you yeah. know what? It has to go through what's it called but, taxes and well, all yeah, that shit. Yeah, because of all that bullshit. They have to filter all that shit. But see, but I think that, but that's the system keeping. Keeping the That's man how, down, bro. Not keep, keeping, just keeping control of the man. Just keeping the yeah. man, everything in check, because they need checks and balances. Yeah. And that's that's the way to do Because imagine how cool would it be just getting paid cash. Every fucking and, day. And look, and, and but that's the thing. They say checks and balances, but they can write this shit down. Exactly. You can sign it. Yeah, you, know, yeah, like, you can do it there. Why it, the fuck do you have... Yeah, dude, I've, see, yeah, I've it, seen it happen. Like, I've had office jobs where, like... Dude, okay. Mm. I do audience work out here. Yeah. Bro, audience work, they pay me cash. And then yeah. you just sign a thing and then whatever, right? Yeah. Obviously, it's not illegal because it's a it's a corporation doing it. Yeah. You know, but so there's a way it can be done. It's just, <clears throat> it's just like I said, man, it, it, it's a way to hold you. Because think about it. I, I saw, okay, I saw this meme about a Popeye's. Chicken or the Popeye Popeye's character? Popeye's chicken, yeah. yeah. And, and it said that due to tax refunds, the they don't they don't have staff right like yeah like, you know what I mean that's it's like they have you waiting is it's, it's a waiting game like like they have you waiting for you to get this money there's always this waiting exactly. game like you're gonna get this money but first you gotta do all this shit for me yeah uh, you get the money but I think if they want like you said like if they want fucking people to be excited about work if you just pay them like at the end cash, of the day cash bro. bro that's it, dude. Or even like a quick instant fucking deposit into your fucking bank account, bro. Cash out. What's it, up? Cash out. Yeah, just like fucking Postmates or Lyft, man. Yeah. Happy. I used to hate. I, I used to not like the Postmates because it would take like four days to that, get That's money. the thing that would suck. I remember being like, fuck this remember, shit, bro. Yeah. Fuck Postmates. All and that driving for, no, for nothing. And then they added that fucking instant now, payout. You drive fucking four hours, you get, boom, your 40, 60, whatever bucks yeah, you Yeah, exactly. Right there, minus 50 cents, which <laughs> fucking keep the, keep the, keep the, keep the 50, bro. Keep the tostone, bro. You keep know? the tostone. Hey, fucking keep that shit, bro. I don't need those fucking 50 cents. I got I fucking got you, $60, bro. I got bro. you, man. I made 60 out of $10 of gas. I got it. That's a good way to look at it, bro. I got Fuck it. it. Dude. <laughs> so, Gratification, that's all we want, man. Exactly, man. We want to feel good about ourselves. So, uh, uh, Rafa, uh, what's it called? We did a fun show tonight. Thanks for coming out. Thank you, dude. Thank uh, you. El Paso. Was, like I said, serendipitous. Yeah, yeah. Seeing you here, bro. Yeah, it was fun, man. It was, uh, it was, uh, unexpected, you know? 
I host this comedy show every Thursday night. And it was good seeing you. And when I saw accident. you, it was a happy accident, bro. <laughs> That's how we all came to be, man. Uh, Pinches accidentes. Bro, my dude, I'm, I'm, I'm driving on wire right now, bro, and I came out here. Fuck your, it. T- your tire it's is comedy. a do- your donut, right? Are you driving a donut or are you just like wires no, on your tire? It's just wired out. Really? My tire's just wired out. Damn. But it just happened today, man. Oh, it just happened. Oh, I thought yeah. you I thought you were fucking riding dirty for a while. No, it just happened today, dude. But I the tire didn't pop. You know? Uh-huh. I said, fuck it. I wanna go do comedy. Hell yeah, man. And it it's was not gonna fun. stop me. Exactly. And fucking it turned out to be a fucking good night, dude. Tomorrow I'll get that shit fixed. There you go. We're, I, we're back to gold. At first I was stressed out because at the beginning of the night. Two, uh, I interviewed I interviewed uh, the two the two the Bakersfield. couple Bakersfield the Bakersfield couple Woo-hoo, Big Town Josh and Isabel I interviewed them Ooh, excuse me Josabel oh shit Josabel that's it hey man that's a fucking good way to put it bro so they came down all the way from Bakersfield they're fans of the podcast and you know stuff and when they first they were like the only two ones here and I was like. Fuck man, and then there's no comedians coming. Like I guess a lot, a lot of comedians canceled. I was like, fuck. Oh, damn, this dude. is, and then after that, more people started coming in. That's what happens when you run comedy shows, man. Either there's a lot of fucking audience members and there's no comedians, or there's a shitload of comedians and there's no fucking audience <laughs> member. It's fucking, it's uh, it's a catch twenty two, bro. It's either one of each, you know. That's fucked up, though, man. Because all you have to do as a comedian is show up. Come exactly, on, man. man. What's more important than a booked show in LA? Like even, like, even a, just the fact you got booked somewhere in LA. Exactly, it's, yeah. It already just sounds cool, you know. Like, oh yeah, I got a show oh, in LA. Well, not now you got an open mic. You got to go to that's cooler. Yeah. Oh, I'd rather go to this open mic because it's closer to my house. <laughs> booked show. Where there's probably gonna be nobody. <laughs> oh, fuck it, dude. You make you know you, you make you make it where you're at. You make exactly you make it fun or you make it sad where you're at. Exactly, man. So you you moved out here from El Paso two years ago already. Yeah, dude, it's been two years. I how'd you start doing comedy, man? Ah, dude, I started doing comedy because I I tried every other job and then I hated I hated them all. I hated my life. Uh uh-huh. And my buddy said. Try comedy. Really? And, yeah. And I did it, and that day, I fell in love with it. And two weeks later, I quit my fucking bullshit call center job. Really? Yeah. Just to, just just so that I could go to open mic on Wednesday night at the pizza joint in El Paso, dude. Really? That's, it. That's why I quit my job, just for one night of open mic. Hell yeah, man. That's Every fucking week. dope, man. And, and you never and, look back. No, after that, I, after that, I hooked up with Sam... With with the uh, Jibs, the dudes from El Paso, uh-huh. uh, uh, Alex with a K, all these dudes, they they Israel Garcia, they were already doing Israel's comedy. Israel's cool, man. Yeah. All those guys, uh, Adam Dominguez. Yeah, so then Adam started doing comedy. Then I, then all of a sudden, dude, it there was already a scene. I wasn't aware of it, but then when I started doing comedy, obviously, you know, I started Going gravitating ra- towards that. And, yeah, and I started noticing more of it, and then. But then it just started like picking up. Then Refried came in. Refried comedy, and yeah. Then, and then boom, bro, we were helping produce shows. You guys were coming in. Richard was and Sam were bringing people from LA to El Paso. But since since I the first time I went there in 2012, the comedy scene in El Paso has grown, right? It's yeah, like more, oh, more yeah. comedians. Yeah, and then and more of us are coming out to different places. In, uh, Vegas. Yeah, Adam. LA, Adam dude. moved out to Vegas. Yeah. You moved out to LA. Yeah, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of other peeps that I've met in El, that I know from El Paso uh-huh. uh, that are here. Uh, like this dude Daniel Moquin, uh, uh, this other comedian Jen, uh, Jenny Robbins. She's from El Paso. She's out oh, here. Oh, She's yeah, killing dude. it all over the place. Uh, yeah, dude. Like I just feel and just Texas people in general and whatever, man. It takes whatever comedians, good yeah. people. Yeah, good people are 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 growing and 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 we're spreading ourselves and that's awesome to see, dude. No, it is, man, and and it's cool because like I really, I, I look up to people that move out from like especially like from other states and move out to LA to pursue the comedy, dude. Because like I'm from LA, my whole family lives here. And uh, what's it called? 
it's not really that much of a stretch for me to fucking do comedy because Hollywood's my look, backyard, you know? But you shouldn't look at it that way, bro, because it's still a stretch, you know? At the end of the day, you're, the stretch is you, you, you coming out and, and doing your thing. You yeah. know, like, don't, you're minimizing your worth there, and that's not good. But, uh, but yeah, dude, thank you, you know, I, and I, I just, just for anybody that, that goes out and tries to make people laugh, I think that's, yeah, that's props, dude. Now, there's a lot of douchey comics out there. There's a lot of good comics out there. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I like to meet and, and, and talk to all of them, and so I could get my own yeah perspective on them, because I, I, I respect, I respect that. I know what it is. I mean, dude, we go through it, you know, the, the ups and downs of the, the pursuing the dream, man. You know, the, the getting paid 300, 400 bucks for a feature, you know, for yeah. a feature week, dude, you know, hotel. Fuck, dude, because I like, fucking have so much fun. Yeah. Like three, four days of fucking awesomeness. And then you come back to fucking reality, paying, man. Paying five bucks. <laughs> Paying five bucks in an open mic, fucking, you know, but eating you know, it, going to work, fucking postmating, hearing that fucking phone going. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> doing live. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Fucking, you're, when you were talking about how, like, the comedy, because me and John Roque, we talk a lot about, like, uh, comed- as comedians, it, yeah. we, we kind of go, we live a lot of different lifestyles, you know? We live, like... The poor lifestyle. We live the working class lifestyle. We live fucking the rich lifestyle. Yeah, dude. We're like, dude, like we live like we live like the same fucking like almost like I'm not saying that we're the same, but it's just like for that little brief moment, it's kind of like the same caliber as like these fucking headliners that make fucking good money. You know, we live well, like yeah, like sure. staying like staying in free like staying in free hotels and getting paid and getting free food. And it's like it's crazy because like when you're doing those weekends, those comedy weekends out, out of town, and you're staying in those hotels, you're eating for free, you forget about fucking your troubles back at home. You fucking don't think of... I don't know if it's that you just block all that shit out, you block all that negative fucking bills and shit out, but, like, for that weekend, you feel like a king, people fucking love you on stage, you get back home, fucking nobody gives a shit about you, you're fucking working. Oh, my gosh, dude. It's true. But think about I think... I think the cool thing about that is that when we're in that moment, we see ourselves like this is possible. See, that's when we. Yeah. That's when everything makes sense, man. That's when, that's every, when everything fucking that, clicks, that's bro. When, that's when the whole fucking struggling, not eating, uh, crying, fucking eating it's at all an worth open it. mic, <laughs> having people hate you, your peers hate you. Yeah. You know, because fuck that guy. <laughs> you know, and then. But when you're there, you're like, ah, this is, this is it. I want more of this. You know, you're at peace. You feel, you know, it feels like when, you know, like, did you I'm watch? I'm at uh, peace. I'm like, I'm like, it's like, oh, like, yes, it feels good. You feel great. But it's like, all right, how can I make this a permanent thing? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. What's my next step? You know, what's my, cause like, you know, yeah, it's like the first day you're fucking, you feel all that. What's it called? Pandemonium. Euphoria, euphoria. Yeah, it's so many. You and then second day, you're kind of like, okay, uh, it's coming out a little bit. It, yeah. Third day, you're like, oh, okay, cool. You're it's about it. to end. It's about to end. Let me fucking think of how to fucking make, like you said, make it fucking permanent, dude. Right. When every time I do those shows out of town, you, did you watch Infinity War? No. No. Oh man. Yeah. Oh wait, 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 wait. You're talking about Marvel. Marvel, Infinity yeah. War. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember uh, at the yeah, end of the movie the, when Thanos fucking snapped the shit out of the everything? Oh yeah, yeah. And then he's at his fucking uh, he's at that fucking farm planet and mm. he just looks so happy fucking looking at the yeah. sunset. That's how you feel when you do those shows like you're yeah. just so fucking at peace like, like you just not all your all the negative <laughs> and it's just good shit. Like, and he's just looking at the sun just fucking yeah, this is it. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Especially after you kill, right? You put it, you put your cool shirt, yeah. you put your cool shirt up away. <laughs> Yeah, you look yourself in the mirror like fuck yeah. Yeah, you go after you go home, you go. I mean, you go back to your hotel room. Home? No, like, that's home. <laughs> you go back to your hotel room all buzz after eating a good meal. And you're like, this was good, and you're just gonna watch. You're gonna pass out watching fucking cable TV in your hotel room. That's <laughs> yeah, the loud best. as fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the best. With all the ever. lights on. Hell yeah, yeah, man! That's what I do. I, every time I stay in a hotel room, I always keep the lights on, bro. Wake up. 
take a shower, use all the towels. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> shit, dude, I love it. Yeah. Oh man. That's a life, man. Love it. I remember, yeah. And then I always leave a tip though at the end because yeah, yeah. The, the ladies work hard. Hell yeah. When I the first time I went out to El Paso, like I said, I went out there fucking broke ass shit, bro. And I was <laughs> I needed that fucking money so bad. And I knew that the hotel room was serving free breakfast in the morning. Yeah. So I would wake up early in the morning because El Paso, the El Paso comic strip shows are fucking, it's a long week, bro. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of the last ones that had the, I don't think they have it anymore, but it used to be Wednesday through Sunday. Yeah, dude, I remember Wednesday, because that's early, bro. Wednesday yeah. show, Thursday show, then Friday we'll have two shows, Saturday's two shows, and Sunday one show. Man. That's a long, you feel that's like you, best, dude. you feel I like mean, you live there, bro. I was just telling, I was just telling Willie that, dude, the other day, I was like, man, like, it sucks that that comedy weeks are getting shorter and shorter. You know, people are not just doing like Thursday to Sunday or flappers does only Thursday, Fridays and Saturdays. Friday, Saturdays. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it sucks, dude. Like, like <clears throat> back in the day, dude. Like, I feel like that's how a comedian grew. Not just grew, but got to le- learn the city. The city got to learn about the comedian. Like, yeah. you're there for and five you, days. And you make connections, man. Yeah, you're there for five days, dude. Now it's like three days of like boom. It goes we like were, quick. Dude, we were in, in Glendale, man, at this badass comedy club, the Stir Crazy Comedy Club. Super badass. Hey, oh, in, uh, in Arizona, yeah. Yeah, badass, dude. But it was three days, and it, it went by so quick. You know, you just, uh-huh. those, that ex, even that extra one day makes such a difference. It does, you know, man, because like, you get to savior the fucking uh, moment, yeah. bro. You get, to, you get to say thank you to those people that one exactly, extra time. Exactly, man. Fuck yeah. To the staff, the owners. Yeah, it's beautiful, man. So, Paso doesn't do Wednesday through Sunday anymore? I'm, I may be lying, but I don't think so. I think that it's only Thursday through Sunday now. Wow. Because I remember, yeah, like I said, yeah. when I went, because I knew they surfed. Yeah, but that Wednesday makes that. The you know, Wednesday? The it was extra. fun, man. I remember Wednesday's kind of slow. the jitters off. Yeah. Get the jitters off. Get yeah, exactly. Because you, you get the feeling for it. And I remember, dude, like I said, because it's a long week. So, I remember. Knowing that they get they had free breakfast in the morning at the hotel, I wake up in the morning, eat, and after that make myself a whole bunch of plates. I'd be like waffles, eggs, sausage. What I want for yogurt. lunch? What I want for yeah. dinner? What I want for drunk snack? Yeah, <laughs> and I and I put cereal and I put it in my fridge. I go to sleep, take a nap, wake up, eat it, and then go to the uh, comedy the comedy club. The comedy club. I knew they gave me free food. Yeah. And after that, do the same thing again. The next morning, even though I was fucking hungover as shit, wake up, fucking make myself breakfast, and then fucking go back to the room, dude. Yeah, and, yeah. you have to, man. You gotta survive, dude. We have to. That's if I live, man. Yeah. Like, that's fun, you know? You get to experience the whole... Because even that's an experience, waking up and seeing all those people, everybody all fucked up, or all, you know, still sleepy, getting yeah. their continental breakfast. <laughs> and there's, like, those three weird people that are morning people, and they're like, oh, yeah, we're chipper. Let's go. We're ready to travel. And Fuck like, those people, dude. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dude, but you know what? You just gave me an idea, man. I just thought about this. When I, Going when I'm to my hotels and eating free food? Oh, no. Well, no okay. That's always been an idea. <laughs> no, but when I'm a headliner, I'm going to make clubs open Wednesday through Sunday. That, for me. Do, do you, I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't do that, man. I'm a headliner. Yeah, exactly, man. You're fucking <laughs> bringing in the fucking people to the club. Right, dude. That'd be dope, man. Wednesday through Sunday. That's That's a dream, bro. You know, it's the best seven-day weeks. I love Vegas. Oh, oh yeah. Vegas is a seven-day. How does oh, that work? I, I really want to do Vegas. I haven't done Vegas. I I've only done Vegas with Felipe, but I really want to do, like... I don't know. The, the, the planet, what's it called? Planet what? Planet Hollywood. They with have Edwin, seven, right? Yeah. They have, yeah. That's a long... You did... You, you've done that a couple of times, right? No, not that Planet Hollywood. No, I've, I've been... Uh, been lucky enough to do the uh, LA Comedy Club a few times. And that's seven days a week? Beautiful why, place. but why is Vegas so long though? Because it's awesome. It is the shit, <laughs> and it's Vegas. And it's beautiful. Oh, Vegas is fucking dope, dude. Yeah. I really, I need, I need to somehow get in contact with, with some of those people because I really want to do those long weeks, man. Just being out there and it like just so the whole experience. Tell me about it. Just being out there for that long. You live. You feel like you live out there. Well, the first day, staying man. in the hotel for that long. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, it's, it's it is. It's just Vegas, man. It's blood. It's it's a marathon. Yeah. It's a marathon, definitely, dude. You gotta 
And you don't want to come back after that, mm -hmm. huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're I ready to come? I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave at all. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. It's badass, dude. What made you, what made you want to move? Say. What made you want to move to L.A.? And how was it when you told your family and your friends that you're moving to L.A.? Well, honestly, I wanted to move to L.A. just to pursue comedy. Yeah. To, to get better at it, to be the become the best that I that I know I am. Yeah. Or that I don't even know I am, right? That I know there's but I know there's somebody there's, better I can be. There's something in there that you there's, haven't yeah. unlocked yet. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. And um uh it was it wasn't tough when I told my family, dude, because I had already you know what I mean, like we were all kind of we were all kind of a little bit lost, you know, after yeah. Cause, Cause, my mom died. Oh no! And, uh, I'm sorry about that, dude. Oh, thank you, thank you, bro. Was that like around like a little bit after I met you? Oh well, yeah, for sure. My mom died uh, uh, two, three years ago. So that's when you're kind of like, so everything so, was kind of like yeah, scattered died, and spread was, out. Uh, yeah, it was just a blur. But you know, it was an emotional blur, dude. But yeah, just lost, man. Just went through the bullshit, and then like uh, the structure wasn't there anymore, or like what was there before, like. Just felt lost, you know. Like uh -huh. she was, she was, uh, she was the anchor. She was the know? one that like held everything in together. Like, yeah, yeah, the family. Well, yeah, yeah. She was my connection to everybody, right? So when she died, I didn't, I didn't know how to connect with, with these people. My yeah. dad and my brother <clears throat> primarily, right? Uh -huh. So, uh, so it was just tough, dude. And then uh, I got the opportunity to leave, to go do some shows, and uh, that was the first time I got to do Vegas. Oh hell yeah! So I. So I, I took it, you know, and I told my dad, you know, like, well, I'm going to Vegas. Let's see what happens, but I don't think I'm coming back. Damn. And then, uh... Were you still living at home? No, no, I was in San Antonio. Oh, okay. Uh, and I was with my with my ex-girlfriend, and, and even her, you know, we were still together, but I was like, you know what, I gotta go do this. Yeah. This, and, and I love her, man. She supported me. She was like, all right, go do it. And, uh... Took off, bro. Came, did Vegas. Uh, fucking. Anybody else would have probably gone back home because I ate it, dude. That week uh -huh. probably was my worst. I always hear that Vegas. My worst comedy weeks I always, ever, bro. I always hear that Vegas is very difficult because it's what? a lot of tourists and it's hard to translate. Well, I don't know, bro. But for me, that first week, it was it was my first, like you, but it, like you. It was my first time ever doing anything by my own. So I was dry. I drove by myself to Vegas, dude. I uh, got there, had no nothing, you know, just all right. And uh, I went up, I ate it fucking the whole week. Uh -huh. uh, I some, somehow made it through. They let me They let me stay, let me survive. Yeah. Did you feel like you learned something from like, uh, just Definitely. Like, like, uh, like just eating all that shit? Definitely. From the first, from the first day, from uh -huh. the first day, it was a, from the first day, I knew I was in a different world. I knew I had to change. I knew my, my mentality had to change. I knew I had to adapt. Uh, so yeah, dude. And then and then I was after the the week, I was already in Vegas. Uh -huh. And it was closer to come to LA than to go back home. Yeah, because it's like three hours away. So I said, uh, <clears throat> "Am I gonna?" I didn't want to go back home with the tail between my legs. Yeah. You know? So I said, "Fuck it, let's go. Let's go live the dream or die." Damn, dude. And here I am now, dude. Fucking hang out with you. Fuck yeah, I'm man. The Harvard Yard Bar. Harvard Yard Bar. Already closed down. Yeah, they fucking closed down. Two weirdos in a car right now. I know. Okay, like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> talking and recording <laughs> it? We're going to be gay. But uh, we're just recording. Hell yeah, man. Uh, what's, I, I wanted to address this. Uh, it's sad. Uh, what's it called? But... uh. A couple of days ago, a fellow comedian took his own life. Did you hear about it, Brody Stevens? Yeah, dude. My condolences, man. I never knew the I never knew the man, but my condolences to to you and all his friends and family. Dude. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Brody Stevens, a uh, funny comedian, originally from L.A., uh, the Valley. He's been around for a long time. He's been doing comedy for a long time. I, when I first started doing comedy, I remember seeing him at the. Cause I would do the open mic at the comedy store, and they would have like the friends and family, yeah. or the ding dong show, and Brody Sims would be a part of those uh, shows. 
he, he's been he was in the movie the what's it called uh the hangover right? the hangover uh, yeah he was in a lot of stuff i didn't i didn't realize you you yeah. was a comics comic man yeah like there's those comedians that uh what's it called might not be has whole names might not be famous but this guy was like other comedians favorite comedians like famous comedians you know like fucking yeah. like he like he had a special place in like a lot of like famous comedians hearts you know and this guy, uh, he was battling depression for many years. He was he he was on he was on medication, but I heard that uh, he went he went off his medication because he said it was uh, kind of hindering his his comedy writing. Yeah. He said it was kind of like uh it Damn. just yeah it just wasn't uh. It was fucking up his wife. Yeah. It it was fucking up his comedy writing, and he went off the meds, and. He hung himself, bro. And he was always Mr. Positive, dude. He was always about being positive and just fucking... Damn, it's crazy, dude, just to think about, like, just the pro, Like, to actually go through, like, go get a rope and go do that stuff. And, like, damn, like, you have to really be that fucking, like, sad. I don't know, man. That's crazy, dude. Like, like, I mean, like, I do have, like, in my family, depression does run. Anxiety runs in my family. And I have, I could say for sure I have those, like, episodes in my, like, in my life. I have those, like, it's recurring where, like, it happens, like, every once in a while where I have fucking severe depression and anxiety. And it fucking, it feels like it's killing me, you know? Yeah. And then after that, it stops. Because I, I, I try think of fucking ways to kind of ease it you know i, I right. n- nothing ways but like i look up ways to ease it i look up what what i can do to fucking uh, uh to diminish the fucking the symptoms you know that's smart dude yeah that's because i mean i don't want to do i don't want to do any what's it called uh like medication of course not but like um but then after that it goes away for like fucking months you know like six months five months you know but when it when it hits when it fucking hits it's it fu- hard yeah. it fucking hits hard. it's crazy and the best way to fucking make myself feel better, I think, about the the times I didn't have when I was just feeling happy and like I've been I've been through this before, I've beat this before, and this is not me. These thoughts, this dark place I'm at, this isn't me. Right, it's just a moment. It's just a moment. I'm gonna pass it, and this fucking dark fucking cloud, it doesn't define me, you know. And that's what I want to tell people, man. Fucking, if you're going through a hard time, it's not you, you know. Yeah, man. Yeah, well, it it is like everything, you know. It's easier said than done. It's, uh-huh. um, I've, I mean, I've tried to kill myself unsuccessfully, mm-hmm. honestly, you know. Um, as so as so as a lot of people but, uh, too, you know. But yeah, but but see, but also when you said you said something about medications, and like, is there's nothing wrong with there, no no no? There's too. nothing like, wrong with it, with it, of course, like, you know. Uh, like, there's nothing wrong with it, but for me, I would always. I look at all the alternatives before yeah. I uh, what's it called I uh, right like I don't take meds like, I don't I don't I don't take any of that stuff I'm self medicated like you bro yeah. I don't I mean with everything I don't and 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 people know and Lord knows God knows the universe knows that I'm a crazy <clears throat> like you know we we do go through through episodes but but we we have to stay positive right? you have to stay positive and, man and uh sometimes sometimes the uh you know uh is that it's that thing right uh that rob it became very uh widespread when robin williams killed himself that uh right yeah. what was it the happiest people are always the saddest are, are always the saddest because they they know how it feels, or you know, or people that try to make you laugh. They want to make you happy because they because know how they it is. know how it feels to be sad. So sad, and that's true, man. And us know, comedians, man, we're tortured <clears throat> souls, man. We're tortured souls, but comedians. Everybody, everybody is, man. Everybody the, is, yeah. The yeah. good thing about us is that we have an outlet, and sometimes having that outlet, I guess, does cause an extra certain pressure, I guess, where yeah. you start to question yourself more because you want to bring the best material out or because yeah. 
you know, you start doubting or, or doubting yourself because you've been doing this for so long. What and you start fuck? comparing yourself yeah. to people. Yeah, but, um, but... And that, I think that, but at the same token, I think it's like that everybody goes through that in their own way, shape, and form. And, uh, but the best thing is, yeah, I mean, I've, I've been lucky enough to have friends that, that tell me to read certain books, that tell me to watch certain things. I, myself... The secret? Uh... It started with that, dude. Like that, I I, I saw that like two years ago, right? Yeah, that but shit I saw fucking that for a while, up. yeah. Fucking uh, then, laws of attraction, bro. But after that, it just blew up, man. Like now, I like Les Brown, Luis Hay, all, all this shit, dude. Like there's so many. I go now. I go through rabbit holes when I used to go through rabbit holes of like conspiracy theories, <laughs> and, yeah, and shit like that. Now I go through rabbit hills, rap, rabbit holes of inspirational of, stuff. Of, yeah, motivation. Yeah, just, that's, Bro, because, believe it, yeah, the subconscious minded is what we see, what we feel every day. That shit fucks with us, man. And yeah. and it's the thoughts that we put in our heads. And only we can put those thoughts in our heads. Nobody else. So there's, we have nobody to blame. Dude. But ourselves, and, you know. And, and it sucks, you know, going to the suicide thing. At the end of the day, it's their fault, man. And it sucks to say it. It's... It, it's the truth, man. And because you are the one that puts and those who knows, thoughts maybe in your I mind. kill myself in two years. And no, no, don't can go, say that. No, but listen, but but then people could go, oh look, that he was fuck, he didn't preach, you know, hey, this shit happens, whatever. But yeah, I I would blame myself. Like yeah, it was my fault. It, mm. it was they're points of weaknesses, man. And, and they are, you know, there's some points that we cannot come back from. It's like, it's like when you say something you can't bring back. Yeah. Know? But just a million times worse. Yeah. I would say like depression, anxiety and overthinking. It is a problem that we do cause ourselves, but some people are, um, the, the mind, the brain, the mind is a very, it's a very fragile thing. And I could say for sure, uh, what's it called? But it's also very powerful, bro. Very so, powerful. Very, uh, what's it? Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. People, it's easy, man. It's, see the, and it sucks, man. I know, but, but we got to hear this, dude. We got to hear this. I didn't like to hear this, but, but it, it, it's easier to be a victim. Yeah. Than to, than to just pick yourself up, you know? Yeah. And, and. It's easier to think of negative stuff than and it is to fucking make yourself and force yourself to or be even happy. Ask for yeah. help or yeah. you know, it's okay, ask for help. I I don't I don't because of the same dumb reasons why I should, you know, because I feel like oh I'm I'm oh, if I ask Martin for help, I'm gonna be bothering Martin. Uh-huh. No, fuck it. You know, bother Martin. Exactly. Say, What's yeah. up, Martin? Hey, Sometimes it's easy. If like, you can't yeah. help, it's okay. You know. Yeah. But, but you know, I. At least I know because then, if I tell you what my struggle is, then maybe you can, talk to me about something. And then, ah, oh, you know what? Now I feel better. Maybe Martin couldn't help me the way I wanted to, but he heard me out. Sometimes or, it does. You know, or he yeah. said that one thing like, "Hey, man, I got your back." You know, or something. Yeah. No, sometimes it's easy as just asking. And for people out there going through depression and you feel like you just can't get out of that hole, just know that, like, there's another day. And Yeah, man. And uh, it's it, it just think of, like, how you were before. Be, think about how you felt before you are you were under this dark cloud of depression and just be like, oh, I was happy once and I can be happy again. Yeah. Cause like the some of those remedies I look up, you know, of course, medit uh, meditation has fucking helped out a lot, dude. Meditation is fucking dude. That shit fucking helps out. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? Of course, exercising. Mm. And one thing I looked up to when I had bad anxiety. Uh, cold showers, man. Yeah. Cold showers, really cold showers, because when you're in, when you're taking a cold shower, you can't think of anything else. Yeah, you're just. Ooh, you're thinking about fucking not being. Up, yeah. yeah, you're thinking about not fucking being cold. So it's a good fucking. It's a good therapy. I've read about it. Yeah, and you're like, you're like, ah, ah, you're like, start laughing, start doing like. Exactly. Yeah. Because I heard that. Uh, I heard that. Uh, when you take a cold shower, uh, your body, all your blood rushes to like your middle, you know, because it's trying yeah, to stay to warm. Core, yeah. And the same, uh, it sends like electric uh, signals to your brain. And those same electric signals that you get from uh, the cold showers 
are the same things that you get from antidepressants are similar. Yeah. So it's crazy, man. Wow. There's things out there, man. You just got to look it up, man, man. I mean, plants, weed, you know? Yeah, exactly, yeah. There's so many things, other things that, that, that we're not told. But you know what, man? At the end of the day, uh, we're, we're not perfect. None of us are perfect. Mm-mm. So if there's any anybody, I mean, I, not if there's anybody. I know there's people listening to your podcast, dude. And uh, if, if they can't find uh, that peace, if they can't remember a good time in their life, um, you know, if, if, if they really can't find something good. Seek help. Or, or, or find a friend or they need any, maybe not a friend, maybe a stranger to just someone they don't know, you know, that, that will not judge them and just listen to them and, and if they want can give them some good advice. Um, add me on Instagram at Raf Comedy. Yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> that's what it's What's doing. up with that plug? What's up with that plug? Come hell on, yeah. come on, guys. <laughs> add Raf Comedy, but seriously, woo, seriously, seriously, here to we here, here to you make guys. your life better. If I cannot make mine, hell yeah, man. That was thanks for coming on the podcast. <laughs> I. What's it called? I'm glad I brought my microphone. Uh, what's it called? Because I was like, you know what? I'm going to be around comedians that let me pull my shit out. Not like that. Bro, but, 47 minutes, dude. Like that. It went by like, quick like that, right? right? Too quick. It it went, we went all over the place, too. It, we did, man. We got, we were like silly, Fuck, and then man. we got fucking serious oh, on the fucking oh. deep, bro. You know, the deep, man. But, no, but with all seriousness, too, though, uh, don't be afraid to seek help. Mad love and respect and my condolences to Brody Stevens, his friends, family, uh, and to everybody that's suffering from depression as as we do, as or as in extreme ev- cases as everybody does, or and uh, I guess in your own way. And with modern, uh, with uh, we are. Uh, I like how they're trying to make mental health awareness more socially acceptable now where it's not as taboo as it used to be before especially like in latino like families how it is you know like you yeah fucking, get over it get over it oh really yeah. you're gonna go see a oh you're gonna go see a uh a therapist, a therapist? are you crazy you know like stuff yeah. like that you know like it's all and, and little by little we're normalizing seeking medical uh mental yeah. health mental health help is that yeah but at the end of the day bro too uh it's it's we got to realize, and it's fun to realize, it's fun when you realize that you have the power. Like, it's crazy. It, it, it's not like a, it, when you, it's when not you, like a take over people power, you know? But and, when you have uh, power over your brain and your mind and fucking your destiny, right? Just your thoughts, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's tough. It's a, it's a, bro, I've I've been trying this. I've been, Work, been it's, trying It's this pretty much working a muscle in your brain. For the past... Honestly, dude, because, yeah, for the past, like, year and a half, because when I came out here, I had, like, nothing, right? So I had to build something. I had to. Yeah. So I, I thought I had to, I have to build my brain up. And that's where all these motivational videos, searches started to, coming man. from. And, uh, but, dude, dude, just knowing, just trying. And, and it sucks because you get a lot of, uh, uh, you don't, you don't get a lot of, uh, What's it called? Verification, or you know, like, uh, like if you do what you think you should do, no, and you don't get what you the results you expect, it, you, it, it, it makes if, you want to go back to your old ways. It fucks you up because you don't get that uh, validation from fucking. Yeah, but all that stuff, man, all that corny sounding stuff, perseverance, all that determination. It sounds silly at first, but it's true. It starts man. to make sense. When you when you get into it and 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 once you start seeing little breakthroughs, then oh man, and then it, it gives you that just that little, just that one little bit of power, man. Not even like self control, just that, just that belief that that you, you as yourself, you have it in you Hell to yeah, do man. anything you want, dude. And once once that. And and dude and and that feeling it's it's tough because it doesn't stay you know it uh-huh. doesn't stay it's 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 that shit man it's it's easier to be a victim right it's easier to be negative than positive yeah because dude it does take work to be positive bro bro when you feel that that awesome positive like that you can do everything 
it's amazing. But then, in a flash, gone. Because here comes all that shit flushing back in. All that shit. Yeah. That you haven't finished. All that shit that you're still accumulating. Yeah. But the more, the more you, you, you force work, yourself the more to you feel work that on little it, power. Yeah. That little, that little belief that you have it. It gets stronger, man. It gets bigger. Exactly, man. Hell yeah. And it overpowers the shit at the end. And you are going to make it. Fuck yeah, man. All right, guys. That's a good way to end the podcast. Thank you for listening. I am your host, Martin Rizzo. And thank you to my guest, Rafa Molina. Rafael Molina. And also the prior guests, Josh and Isabel. Josh Abel. For driving all the way from Bakersfield. Jasabel. For driving all the way to fucking Bake from Bakersfield. Big town. Fuck yeah. They were awesome. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, This uh, podcast got very serious because, I mean, it is a serious issue. And we're trying to bring awareness. uh, What's it called? And, yeah, man. Everybody everybody goes through their, uh, what's it called? Their lows and their highs. No, it was an hour talk, dude. It was, yeah. This is what people talk in an hour. Like. Exactly, you bro. Talk, you know, you go, hey, formalities, and you go, real shit, and you go, hmm, how do we close this? Yeah. All right, guys, uh, where can they find you? At Raf Comedy, R-A-F as in Frank, comedy, Instagram, <laughs> Rafael Molina, uh, Facebook. Hell yeah, man, and that's it, right, guys? See you guys later. Please uh, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends about it, share it with your friends at work. What's and- your name on it? Uh, Squad by the Bell. Squad by the Bell. All right, guys. Peace.